Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 222, 222 doo, 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 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. Another host over here on the other side of the mixing board is Paul Robinson. You left the printer on. It's fine. There's, you know, this. listen, <laughs> printers are like, it's like more expensive to buy the ink than the damn printer. You know, yeah, that's screwed. It's, it's always been the case. Waste it's the money, buy the inkless like, ones and spend three hundred dollars. So old school. I like reading stuff on paper still, like when I have to read. If I'm not making somebody read it to me, like an audible or something. I was gonna say you do not read books at all, yeah. sir. We've had this argument before. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Anyway, move on. All right. Yeah. 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 Either either fork over the money for the the inkless things or however that magic works. Mm. Or just deal with the ink. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we got this like over a year ago, and this is the first time. Yeah. It lasted us about a year. I printed a couple of scripts through this. It so. probably dried up instead of us using it. I think it. so. I mean, <laughs> I, I printed a couple of scripts and some things, but it's likely that we didn't use it enough. Mm. Um, so anyway, uh, I you know, you're welcome, everybody out there, by the way, for that fucking well, you know, negative information where where we stand on printers yes so. clearly um so last week we talked about um you know we had film fest kind of back to back there so uh we wanted to sort of split things up since they're just different experiences and we did watch something last week so we wanted to kind of get that in there as well we're currently on the Dahmer series it's gonna probably be another week before we finish that so we'll talk about that mm-hmm next week or so or something um everybody's talking about it obviously a lot of people are watching it so um we'll probably uh review that pretty soon you almost didn't watch it but Mm -hmm. i was like listen i'm i'm not going to stand for the disrespect well towards evan peters i I don't care what you're into or not it's it's evan peters and i'm just not gonna let you disrespect yeah no i get it my boy like that but it's, it's just a matter of like time right i don't need you waiting for me to like get off my gd computer chair well you know maybe if you just prioritize things a little bit more and um you know weren't so obsessed with nfts and you'd have more time to watch films which is what's really mattering in life right now because you have a whole podcast that's based on film and television just saying well, it's not the nft podcast sir is it no okay so um we did um we did sort of promise if you will to go into our experiences uh so far with film fest something interesting we did technically get our first rejection um which came with like a personal apology which was kind of weird well, um i'm not gonna lie it stung a bit because it was it was it's a home it's my hometown yeah, <laughs> so it was sure, like yeah. i made it into states away uh states that are neighboring and then, like, the actual town that I literally grew up in, like, school trips to this specific area where they have this film fest, they were like, um, it's not your year. However, if you'd like to screen virtually, and I was like, yeah, I mean, fine, that's not nearly as good, though. <laughs> not gonna lie and say that it is. Um, this is just part of the game, though. Like, you know, you're yeah. gonna, it's, technically, we're still on our streak, yeah, it's not a full denial. It's kind of like 
we're not going to play you live, but you can be on the virtual one. So, so it depends who you're talking to. And we think, may have gotten a first rejection. I say yeah. kind of no. Well, a lot of it from our understanding, and look, we're not, it's like whatever. You get in, you win some, you lose some. But um, I know they had a lot of issues with um, some of their locations and, and stuff. So mm-hmm. that may have played a part in it. Who knows? But you know what? We're still, we're still screening at that festival. So technically, yes. Yeah. So. I'll take so, it as a win. Yeah. It's just, it was just a, a momentary sting where I was like, geez, what a bird I got. Like my hometown. <laughs> this is not our year. Okay. That get over sucks. it. Um, but like, you know, this is, uh, this is what happened with happens with fest. And this is what's so sort of, um, what is this? What do you have going on here? What happened? <laughs> why why did you out the shins. roll your bands all the way up to your knees? Yeah, just airing out the shins a little. Okay. Um, uh, we do bathe daily here. It's not because he's itchy from filth. I don't know what's happening here. Um, anyway, um, there there were some, some recent um, discoveries, I guess, in the, the business of Film Fest, if you will, that we, we were going to discuss with you guys. Uh, Transparency is very important with us. If we have, look, you know, it's a fine line, right? So we have to, I guess I have to say that, uh, disclaimer, right? When I say that we're transparent, if I'm discussing something, I'm going to be honest in what I'm discussing. If I have a particularly bad experience at a film festival or something, um, I just won't discuss it. Whereas I feel like, you know, the, the business motto for a lot of people is like, just say everything's great. I'm like, I'm not going to say something's great it's if it's not, not great. Yeah. Um, but I do understand that it's not a good look for you to like shit talk other people in the business, even though we do that plenty with like A-list actors and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I, James Franco is reeling yeah, because J- of yeah, the James, James Franco doesn't need me to ruin his <laughs> career. He does that all on his own. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I just like, I, I just can't bring myself to be like, oh, I think this film fest was really fair and cool and great if, if they weren't, you yeah. know, I'm just not going to give them that, oh, I'm air quoting, publicity if you will by even discussing it if you follow us and you see that you're like hey they didn't talk about this particular film fest well there's your answer right there okay i don't need to say it i'm saying it without saying it that's what i'm saying yeah yeah way to be coy it's all in what i'm not saying so if i didn't discuss like if if we intentionally did not discuss something that you know we were part of (laughs) chances are it's one of two things a it's really bad or b there's some kind of nda issue where we were promised that we wouldn't talk about it but usually we preface that when the hell does that ever happen it can Um, it might one day but it hasn't and probably won't in any near future of ours so um so we had uh the coney island film fest which i mean i guess you can (laughs) we just went over that you can kind of say is still my hometown sort of ish i did live in brooklyn for several years but uh so um and i grew up in in the city so it it was still like okay like that's cool like i still got into a city fest we didn't apply i don't think to many ones in the city because we missed a lot of them during that time when we were 
submitting. And then here's where we're terrible. When they started to open up, we were like, I don't care about this film anymore. Like, I, I, <laughs> I don't want to go into next year with it. Yeah. I just don't. I don't I don't want to take Amber like, into next spring. There's still, I think there's still two film festivals that we haven't heard back from for Vital Sign. So it's like. Christ. You know, those things are. Yeah, because, yeah, we did like late ones if they had, like, if they were affordable enough. And like, we threw it in there just kind of late and. Uh, so yeah, it's it's very it's it's kind of crazy. Um, yep. and yeah, I don't I just I I obviously okay. So we'll so we'll we'll get into into the fest. You know, uh, we had probably the best turnout we've ever had in terms of people that that at least I knew and uh, one that you knew. Mm -hmm. uh, usually nobody goes to our film festivals, not even the cast and crew. In this case, we were the cast and crew. So all of the cast and crew came for this one, which was amazing. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's funny, like, you know, it, it was mostly people that we don't see often and two groups of people that I have not seen in quite literally over 20 years and it was nuts. So, um, my friend, uh, Jen, my friends, Jen and Karen came out and, um, Jen brought her husband, Tim, and her daughter, Chelsea. And then my high school teacher came. Yeah. Like from high school, like senior year, early senior year high school teacher. Because, we, you know, we, we're all friends on Facebook. Facebook still does some things for us, I guess. I guess so. Um, and um, so we posted about it. And they were like, yeah, we got our tickets. And I was like, get straight out of town like there's no way you guys are going to that and they did and so it was like it was really cool to have people there like for you mm -hmm. like what is this feeling this is bizarre yeah is this what support feels like yeah weird i might be able to get used to this um i think like the only time before that we had cat and the first time we'd met katie come to a, like a screening in queens yeah. yep and that it that's it <laughs> like that was it every every other fest that we've been at like nobody we really know ever goes to them um and so this was this was pretty cool because um it's sort of larger scale and this is what's nice about a film fest that's more in a city is that you are going to generally have a higher turnout um small towns are great and it's cool and it's wonderful and you know you but I mean, we've we've gone to film fest where we've been two of like maybe fifteen people in the room. Yeah. And when you travel a long time, and you know, you're like, okay, so this was it. Like fifteen people saw this, and we're gonna head home. And, <laughs> and this was an experience. Um, but city stuff, you know, you're gonna get. It's a bigger deal. Also, it's in Coney Island, you know, so there's kind of more of that turnout. Um, it took us nearly three hours to get there. Yeah. Because there was like an event going on. So it took a, a year and a day. And then parking was like 40 bucks. Self-parking, as the guy said. Yeah. Hey, you park it yourself. All 40 right. Bucks, park over there. Yeah, park over there. I'm so glad that I've paid you for this, bro. Um, and so like between Which that. Is, you know, honestly, I, I just prefer it. Then he doesn't have to get in my car. I mean, it's, it's whatever. But it was just kind of funny because it was around. just like, they, you know, the guy just like stood there and stares at you. And you're like, is this actually like, is my car going to be here when I get back yeah. is the question. Are you and this, this chain link fence going to be open? <laughs> and um, you're like, yeah, you pocket yourself. Like, oh, okay. Um, and so 
that got pricey. Of course, we bought like souvenirs. It was a very expensive day. Also, I just like just cat like just side note. Side note is Nathan's killing. Are they kidding me with a small fry and hot dog costing eleven dollars? Not even a drink. Hey man, like we just needed to like prices. we needed snackage really quick because we were we got there just in time and we were like we're not going to make it to the end of this and I nearly killed over when I saw. I was like, it's a hot dog and fries. <laughs> like, what is $11 about this? Christ. Uh, also, another thing I don't miss about the city, you know, just... Um, Pricing, yeah. Wow. So um, this was a really cool um, ambiance, I guess, if yeah. you will. Uh, probably one of the coolest ones I'd have to say that we went to. Uh, the 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 directors and everything for that. I'm so sorry. Their uh, their names escape me, and I should have had that ready. Um, really, like they love films. Yeah. Like they like doing this, you know. And they do other stuff. So they they direct like all the other shows that they have, like at the Freak yeah. Show and all that stuff. But um, it's, they know how to put on a show. One would say it was like. Our lanyards were particularly cool. Yeah. I think every year someone else, they cycle through, someone gets to do the artwork yeah. for their poster. We got like a whole ass poster for it. That they rolled up for the filmmakers. You know, you went, you you know, you mm -hmm. showed them your badge and you got that. And they had um, like little postcards. They had actual um, programs. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, I'm, I'm a little torn, right? Because I understand like the... Um, the carbon footprint of that right like the better part sure, of me yeah. is like we really don't need programs and posters and all these like we really don't need that um and so most people have not been doing that i mean i'm very i think in the way in the beginning we would get that and then somewhere along the years they kind of just stopped it was just like yeah just show up you didn't even get badges sometimes it was just like and good luck you know like you would just there were some that you just walked around you didn't know who was a filmmaker and what was going on mm. but there really is something to like having that that sort of being catered to um you kind of feel where your money goes a bit you know what i yeah, mean yeah. you know you know it's like you submission fees have gone up so much and when you go somewhere and that's like here's your lanyard and your cool artwork here's your poster we have actual programs I, I went back to that program several times yeah. to kind of like see like, oh, what's, you know, so it it's different when it's on your phone, you know, and then also the, there was a time where the screen was bright enough that I was able to actually look at the program. If I was on my phone, that would be annoying to whoever's yeah. around me. So yeah. I was like, I, I just liked having it. And I understand like not having it for the carbon footprint of like just wasting paper and stuff. But um, I did appreciate that they kind of added that. I think that um that was kind of extra that he did out of pocket because people just really like it and yeah. it it felt really cool i don't know it just felt really cool yeah it did um i i i loved it and and i mean this the space that they had was so tailored for something like that anyway you know they have the theaters which are like you know um not well, like not really typical a theater. theater but it's that's our showroom for everything yeah and so but it, it it's not like you know a, a library or something you know which yeah. is fine because you know you, yeah i'm no shade to that but it, it it does it adds it adds a little bit more ambiance to it all and so it was nice to be in like a space that was designated for sh showing something yeah which is really fun and and yeah they they definitely enjoyed it they um the audience was great you know every, they were primed for that kind of uh um 
that specific block you know they seemed you know we're in the sci-fi block obviously and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the sci-fi that we were in with had a, a comedic element to it mm. yeah. here and there some didn't but most did and and so the audience was was really eating it up as the kids say and yeah. uh, so it was a lot of fun in that regard i had one complaint yeah um their seating is not tailbone friendly well no yeah no it's stadium seating on like wood benches we actually brought cushions with us i was that person who brought like those foam cushions you can like you would take to a stadium um it kind of helped it was better than nothing but like holy hell if you have a if you have a compromised back, as I do, yeah. even if you don't, like well, we I saw people like shifting. Like, after a while, I was like, like oh, you could man. see people in the audience like shifting and trying to stretch in their seat. Like it is, it's rough. It's rough to sit through, you know, over like an hour and a half of of films, and then you know Q and As and all that stuff for people in the audience. It is, it is tough. So I would say if you're gonna go, like, like don't I wouldn't be embarrassed. Just bring cushion with you. <laughs> You're going to yeah. need it. They actually have ones that like have a back. And so it uses your own weight to keep you from tipping over. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Um, I might consider they're kind of expensive, but it, like I was just like the whole time thinking we should have bought those instead, even though they were expensive because I was like, my back is wrecked. Yeah. Um, or I would sit on the side next time. They yeah. had the like some of the filmmakers sat to the side, but you can't like really see the screen and then you're turning. Yeah. Second complaint. Sorry, I did have a second complaint. What like what what would a conversation with me be if I wasn't whinging about something? Yeah. Um, don't bring don't bring a fucking baby. Oh yeah. And I wasn't the only per- person that was annoyed by that. Several people were like, you could see them whispering to each other or well, rolling become, their eyes it, and turning their heads. It's like, don't do that. Do mm-hmm. not be that person that brings a fucking child that is going to be and like not even baby but like toddlers so they just you know they make noises for the fucking sake of it yeah yeah and like playing with toys and stuff and it's like what are you doing right now (laughs) like how was how did this seem like like a considerate idea i mean forget it you know the hell with everyone else in the world right because the world is your oyster i guess um but it was really distracting yeah because it's it's you're the whole time you're just waiting for more noise to come out of that small human and it's Ugh, I was kind of waiting for somebody there to be like, you got to go. Yeah. Because I was just like, how is... You could how... feel that in the room. You could feel everyone being like... It was palpable. Yeah. <laughs> everyone wanted to take turns punting that kid and their parent <laughs> across the room and yeah. out of the building. Because it was just like, what do you... What 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 would this kid possibly get? It? And then also, some of the films were like comedically violent, but violent yeah. nonetheless. And yeah. I was just like, why is there a small child here? Like... Yep. I don't, you know, Your body I watched, parts blowing apart everywhere. Yeah, I watched like, really inappropriate stuff as a kid in the comfort of my own home, like a normal person does, right? You don't yeah. take them to a film festival where you know they're not going to be able to focus and pay attention and be quiet. Yeah, and ruin that for it's everybody rude. around you. Like you single-handedly ruined that experience for many people in that room. Yeah, how does it feel? Yeah, they don't that's care. That's what I want. How does that feel? They don't give a, they, don't, they could care less. Um, anyway, Couldn't that's just my segue into why I hate people. Um, just uh, reason 312 on that's why not I hate people. That's obviously the film festival. No, it's not. But like, it's a good thing that I don't run a festival because I would have kicked them out with the quickness. In fact, I wouldn't have let them in. I would yeah. have been like, there's no way that you're coming in here with a child like under 12. Yeah. Like, no. 
It's just, uh, that's not, that's not happening. Um, but I'm just fun like that. So, um, we, we had a really good time. We didn't win, which is like, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. That's fine. Whatever. Um, that's fine. Okay. But we, you know, there was a Q&A and getting to like talk to everybody. Yep. So Q&As for us, again, we're going to talk about this again. And we, we talked about this last week. Um, and there was like a point where the guy was like, um, can you guys like maybe elaborate a little bit more into your story and, and why you did this? I mean, this film particularly is has comically to a comic degree, uh, to a comedic degree has no story really there's not much to tell like we just filmed something because we got a sweatshirt and we're like this would be fun yeah and we did that and um i like it's like we (laughs) i wasn't trying to be funny but like people were laughing at my answer but it was like no that's like seriously that's just that's that's all we got like we don't we just film shit and um i don't know some of the people had like these really deep yeah uh, meanings and uh, like, uh, like origin stories yeah. for it and i was like yeah, i don't know we wanted to film something yeah <laughs> i liked film yeah we were bored <laughs> one day and uh we spent 20 dollars and made a film with the two of us yeah we deep stuff all right next so here's the meaning of life in my film <laughs> yes. like, what? i wanted there to be an interplanetary feel yeah. to the oppression of the female gaze and i was like yeah we thought it'd be cool to make an egg that glows. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's us. So, um, yeah, that, that, you know, we're the worst people to ask questions. Even if there is, like, deep... I mean, even with, like, a vital sign, it was like, why did you... What what inspired you to make this story? It's so emotional, and, and there's so many layers. And I was like, oh, I think cults are fascinating. Mm. <laughs> They're fascinating. Crazy. Crazy stuff. You think about it. What makes people join a cult that's it and then i wrote a story around that amazement um but like really cool fest look forward to going back again with better cushions this time um (laughs) but um just it it was really it was really fun and we got i mean like we got out like pretty late (laughs) for us like we Mm -hmm. didn't get home to like midnight or so close to midnight um but it was it was still a good time um yeah, I think like it's it's definitely in my top five fests so far of, you know, just like vibe and everything. Yeah. You know, it's just, you're just like, OK, everybody wants, you know, like sometimes you go to a fest, right? And you're like half of the people in this room don't want to be here. They're having to support their family members. They know they're going to get shit <laughs> if they don't go to it. Yeah. So they come and they clap, but they don't really care. And then when they go like, does anybody have questions? And the audience is just like. And you're standing up there and you're like, all right, how do we make this feeling end? Yeah, yeah. I want to not be part of this situation anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so it's always cool when you actually go to a festival that people are engaged in Mm -hmm. and want to know, like when it's other filmmakers or other people that are just even in the arts that just have questions. That's always a really awesome feeling. Yeah, for sure. Um. And uh, so, so that that was our story. I mean, it was really cool. We definitely recommend uh, submitting to them if mm-hmm. you're if you're a- especially if you're able to make the trip because it is a whole experience, and you know all of that, all of it meshes together. Oh crap! I just dropped something. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, 
And, and so, oh yeah, and we also had um, our friend Emma come out. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Jesus you know, Christ. Um, yes, Emma, Emma Jones came out. Who? Um, a fellow filmmaker, friend of ours. Yes. Uh, her, she's ecstatic chimera on uh, Instagram. Check her out. But she's um, she's finished her film and um, is in post for it. Yeah. So we look forward to that. Having her that back on the show because she was on the show. Already. Yeah, we're gonna have her back on the show. So she came down. Um, she was a few stops away. And uh, so she came down to check out the film with us, and it was really nice to see her. Always, always good. It's just so weird, you know. It was funny because I was, we're at the fest, and I'm just thinking like, life's so weird, right? I mean, this is somebody who came into WWE mm-hmm. as a rep for the Red Company to teach us about the camera, and now we're like hanging out and <laughs> going to each other, you know. And we'll yeah. go to her fi- film fest when it comes out. She's mm-hmm. coming to ours, and it's just so crazy how people meet. Yeah, and then we were like at NAB together. Yeah, and... she came to NAB with us. It's just so yeah. It is. It's it's so just bizarre. Yeah. Like just somebody. She's who, great. It was funny though because when I think when she did the the um, presentation with you, you were like, oh, there was this person there. There was like a filmmaker. She's really cool, and she was showing us like how to use the red yeah. and everything. And it's like years later, we're like still talking to her, and yeah. she came out to support us, which is really awesome. Even though I totally fucking forgot to mention that she was there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're look we're looking forward to her her film dropping as well mm-hmm. like i want to could we i think we saw a rough cut of it yeah in the beginning so um we would like to see how all of that comes out it's always like cool to talk to other like people that you actually know about their experience making their film yeah i'm interested to see how it comes out and as an end result like mm-hmm. looks wise because i've been eyeing the camera that she used you know just keeping an eye on it just watching just watching wait what is it she shot on the komodo on the snapdragon on the snap yeah <laughs> on the uh yeah the dragon oh yeah great so we're i don't know what lenses she used now. um but i believe she shot on that you know it's it's yeah i don't want to get into all camera stuff but um yeah but i will pieces <laughs> i don't want to get into it well but... it's been a couple years that they they came out that camera and it's mm-hmm. still a solid camera but i i, I often wonder like you know, this is about the time where they may, I mean, look, Red is famous for abandoning cameras, right? They just may, you know, but a lot of companies will be like, here's the Komodo Equivalent. Mark II, you know, mm-hmm. they'll have like another version, which will just have some extra features and it'll kind of take over for that one. But I, I don't know if they're going to do that with this one. And I just wish I knew. Mm, because before that it, massive purchase. Yeah, because if I was going to, and look, if I did invest in it and then six months later they came out with a new one, it'd be fine because it's more camera than I, you know, it's... It, I don't know. It's what more do you really need? But then also, but, don't you run into the issue of not really having it be out long enough to know if it's problematic, right? Like this well, yeah, camera's been out long ch- enough that somebody could be like, oh, yeah, there yeah. is this one thing with it. But then if you yeah, buy something t- that's upgraded, yeah. you're the person that learns and, that. And, you know, it's, so it's it's good to go. But yeah, I, well, that's the th- well for, for when someone they're upgrading a camera, usually it's it, from, in my opinion, it's usually fine. Like. The Ursa Mini, I have the Ursa Mini so Pro, so when the Ursa Mini Pro G2 came out, it's like, that sort of thing, it's like, there's a couple extra features and blah, 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 but, you know, the the main camera itself, they're usually okay. You don't want to buy it right away, any either way. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, you but give you don't have to wait to... as long with, like, a Generation 2 camera. You just mm. got to make sure there's, and most of the, because most of the issues with Generation 2 is going to be software-based, rarely that's hardware. That's a big problem, though. Yeah. That can yeah. cause that can wreak havoc. We've experienced that. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, 
this is, I mean, this is going to be kind of on the shorter side because we did just have the fest. We didn't review. We don't have anything to review because we're still in the process of, of watching Dahmer. Um, but I did want to get into something that I think is really important, especially for those of you out there who maybe have taken a break for, from filmmaking or are going back into it. And you're like, oh, I'm going to be going back into the fest. Like what's new in the fest world? Um, there is there is a, a, a practice that I want to say has become incredibly popular as per, like as per the progression of covid cuz i don't yeah. think like i'm sure it was a thing but it was so it was so pushed back in sort of the 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 foliage if you will okay. of 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 fe- the the world of fest that people kind of just like glazed it over you know and it was just kind of like i don't think that really is a big deal and then once covid hit it's they found their footing in that and it was like kind of like this niche so um you know we submit to festivals and i have to admit a lot of times the deciding factor is like the submission fee, right? Yeah. I mean, because it, it could be a decent film fest, but if there's a 50 or $60 submission, I'm not doing that. Much like a film fest saying, hey, we loved your, your short film, but it's 27 minutes long and I can get two or three films in that spot, right? So that's just not really cost effective for us in terms of, right. of audience and how many people we can get in here. It's the same for us. It's like your fest may be great, but with that fee, I can get almost two film fests out of that, yeah. depending on where I'm sub- I'm submitting. So uh, we don't we do not consider those unless like somebody was like, oh, you'll be a freaking shoe in. Trust me. It's like, I guess we'll give it a whirl. But uh, that's just insane to me. You know, 60, 75 dollars, 80 dollars for a submission. Like that's three film fest submissions right there. Yeah. So um, when we see 20 bucks, 25 bucks, we're like, OK. You know, like, yeah. and, and I, I, I am guilty in that I don't always like research the type of festival, yeah, you know, I'm just like, oh, let's see three their... years, three years running. Yep, that's pretty good. Cause yeah. it's not, you know, we have a chance 20 bucks, 16 bucks, you know, something yeah. and we just pay it and we go. And then after the fact, when we get accepted or something and they send laurels, it's just like, what is this exactly? Then I've done the, re- you know, I start to research it afterwards and I'm like, oh, so there's this very, there's a practice that I, I'm not really a fan of this and I'm not shitting on people, I guess, that are fans of it. It's like, do you, but I don't understand the essentially what's become a business in, in purchasing laurels. And we all we've all seen posters we've all seen people's indie posters right and and indie film and and the more laurels the more impressive that looks right it's it's just it's it's to show look at all these things we got into in reality i would rather get into four major festivals than 14 smaller ones that's just me if i can be screened at a place that has a bigger audience that has a more influential audience that, you know, like that means more to me than like my poster being bombarded by laurels to be like, look how many film fests we got in. Because as we've said before, there's a lot of terrible film fests out there. So just because you got into a bunch doesn't mean you did well Mm -hmm. or doesn't mean you made something amazing. It just means there's a lot of film festivals out there. And if they needed to fill seats and they want submissions, then they'll take whatever the hell they can get. Um, that's for many not all but that there is a 
there is no shortage of that type of film festival. It's become a business. Mm -hmm. And so um, there was one that we got accepted into and they they reached out to us yeah it, and it was like we were so busy because it was during the festivals yeah. but that'll happen once you start posting about oh, yeah. being being in film festivals or going to film festivals just get ready because those emails are coming you know when celebrities get goodie bags and you're like no they can afford that shit why are you <laughs> giving that to them for free like yeah. why is tiffany's giving out free shit these people make you know 40 million dollars a year or whatever and like you're giving them amazing things that they could afford to pay for that's what happens when you are successful in a film festival they start coming out of the woodwork and they start offering you discounts and you're like where's all these discounts <laughs> when we're initially submitting and we need them right um but we we fell victim to it because it came in like right around the time that we were like getting set up for winchester and we had like a hundred things going on and they you know they'll email you Again, air quoting personally, they shove your name in there. They shove the name of your film in there. So it seems like they're actually talking to you, but I know yeah. they're not. Um, but then this person like messaged back because they were like, oh, are you interested in a discount? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, and they're like, OK, so here's a discount. We're so excited. Like, blah, blah, blah. and uh, we just submitted the thing and like got accepted, I think, within two days. And I was like, well, that's not suspect. <laughs> and then it was like, here's your laurels. Like as soon as we, almost as soon as we submitted, and I was like, "Oh, you're just purchasing laurels at that point." Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Yeah. Like I, I think that's. Well, yeah. So the it defeats the point. Yeah, there. It's 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 shady, especially if they're not upfront about it. You know, because uh, there's some people that would happily pay, <laughs> you know, for sure. laurels. Um, yeah. There's the two main things that I see all the time on there, which is that. That you're talking about where it's just kind of like pass money here's some laurels and have a lovely day and then the other one where they're just competitions right so you you mm -hmm. you enter into a category and there's no screening nobody sees your film other than these people and then they they you either win a category but each you category don't. is a fee each right each category <laughs> is a fee you can enter all of them for like some crazy amount yeah but, so they'll give you, you a go. discount they'll be like oh we'll, we'll give you a uh, 30 percent off and it's like oh, okay it's 12 dollars, but it's 12 dollars per category which yeah. if your film falls into three or four categories is really adds up at that point yeah it, all you're doing is um extending your chances of winning one of those categories you're paying for that yeah and which look, sucks having a best of laurel on your poster is probably good i guess most people don't aren't going to research the laurels that are on any poster mm -hmm. we know when we look at them like the ones that would stick out you know if yeah when someone's to, like, like hoopity you know, do film fest i'm like sure that's a thing yeah yeah i guess yeah. <laughs> idaho i don't know if i had to guess <laughs> yeah so yeah so that's that's I mean, that's obvious because there's categories for best this and best that, right? You know, most reg quote-unquote regular film festivals don't have categories to win. You know, mm -hmm. they'll have categories for your film, obviously, short or whatever, um, so they can, uh, you know, uh, program it or whatever, but they're not going to have categories that are specific to awards. Yeah. Yeah, so that, um, when I started to kind of research, because that, that was one of many requests, I think since uh with with amber we've gotten maybe or i've gotten like through instagram since i mostly do our instagram for that um i don't know it's and then combined with emails probably 10 oh forget it the, 10 or 11 the vital sign email address which is still open probably get 
five a week. It's really annoying. Yeah. yeah. And it's like. Still. Yeah. And and so I, I got like maybe 10 or 11 for, for this film alone. And uh, that was the one that I did respond to. Just I don't know why. And then I then I immediately regretted it because mm. I was just like, oh, it's not. Yeah. Like that does. I, I realize for some people that's that's their goal. Right. Their goal is to just get that recognition and to get those laurels and to feel like they've accomplished something. But I want to know that I got something because what we made was good. You know, right. and we've talked about this before. I never want to be the best film at a film fest in our category. I never want to sit down in a block and be like, our film was the best one. Unfortunately for a lot of people, that is something that they that they chase after, right? Yeah. Because they don't care if it's actually genuine and it doesn't it doesn't phase them that it doesn't make them the best. It just means they were better than shittier films. You know, so it's like I want to I want to be able to sit in a block and be like we have no chance of winning this because that means that your work is respected enough by by the people that made that block and chose that block to be part of it. Yeah. And that's huge. It's like okay, we're we're doing well. Yeah. We're we're making we're making quality film. Um uh, but there's nothing more disappointing than than going into a film fest and and being like this is all terrible. Like all these things are terrible and I don't care how pompous that makes us sound. We've worked really hard to get where we are. And that isn't to say that we don't make mistakes. We absolutely do. But like quality is quality. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, quality is quality. And so it's like you want to you wanna be able to improve on that every production. Um, and then what's even crazier, the even crazier feeling is when you're sitting there and it, it, it you can feel that it's sort of like a, this, everybody knows each other. It's, it's, you know, it's nepotism at its best. Yeah. And then you lose. <laughs> That's like the craziest feeling where you're like, all of these films were terrible, except maybe ours and another one. And the other film didn't win. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm okay if we didn't win because like that other film I'd say was probably even better than ours. So yeah, great. Probably, yeah. Like great. Um, they should win. But then like one of the shittiest films in the block will win. And you're like, what are we even doing here? Yeah. How did that win? Like seriously. Yeah. How did this win? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. You know, it it gets, I don't know. Like I, I just, I, I want to drop kick everyone in that, that circle because it's like, why are you here? Like, do you even care to make something good? Yeah. Like, when something wins that has shitty lighting, shitty audio, no color correction. Like, it's just, like, there's zero set design. And the story's, like, meh. Actors are, like, okay. I don't care if I don't win. I just want somebody better than us to win. That's, yeah, right. like, somebody right. good win. You know what I mean? And sometimes, and a lot of times, I just say that sometimes, a lot of times, that doesn't happen. And, and... Another thing to keep in mind is that we've experienced this with film festivals as well is like most film festivals will run over a, a consecutive days. And especially if they're far or it's expensive, we don't go, like I mean, realistically, what filmmaker whose film is in the fest is going to all three days of a festival that starts on a Thursday or something yeah. or four yeah. days. You know what I mean? They'll usually run from like Thursday to Saturday or Thursday to Sunday or Friday to Sunday. Like I'm not, especially if I have to get room and board, you know what I mean? Like we're not spending hundreds of dollars to stay here to watch films all day for three days. You know, usually it's like you kind of chill out on your day. Yeah. 
um, with, with the understanding that most of the um, awards are usually on Saturdays, but they'll do it on Sundays yeah, as well. Yeah. And it's like for you to like go back and forth is it, it's inconvenient and sometimes not possible. But when a film fest is uh, you have to think of it like a production when they're handing out awards, they want to know that the person who they're awarding is going to come up on stage. Yeah. Even if it's not the best film, they'll pick the film that has presence. Yeah. These people showed up. We would have probably given it to this film, but they're not here to accept this award. And so that well, just makes it weird. Well, it's some kind of engraving thing then. What do you mean? Like if it's being engraved or printed out on something. It doesn't have anything to do with it. They still like that when, when they say, here's the winner, they like for that winner to be there. Yeah. And if you're not there, you, you, I, we've seen this before, like even in categories like outside that we weren't, that wasn't our category. Like we, we weren't up for an award. We've seen that where it's like, oh, you know what? Like the, I'm noticing a pattern here that how is it like every person that's winning is here and their films really weren't the best, you know, but they're, they're getting an award because it makes for a better production uh, for the fest and, yeah. and all that stuff. And it encourages people to come and have asses in the seats. And I, and I understand that, but it's just not always feasible. So, um, yeah, I mean, there, there are some weird politics in filmmaking and some things and moves I do understand. But it does kind of suck, you know, that things are done the way they're done sometimes. Yeah. Um, but the whole Laurel thing, I, I there's my God, there was just an abundance of people that were doing that when I was going on uh, film freeway and stuff. And I'm like, here's another one. Here's another one. This is just an online thing where you're paying to submit to a category and who's even watching this. Like they don't even make this available. Like yeah. it's, it, it's, it seems like such a, such a like cheat yeah, who'd have thought when money's Just involved, giant people money would try to, try to scam other people out of it. No, but I mean, <laughs> like, if I like, I won't do that again, right? And so I think, like, filmmakers, that's the problem is it's like, it's like actors taking free work, right? They just want their shot. But by taking free work, you create a precedence for yeah. the business where, like, yeah, you don't really have to pay actors because we'll always find actors to work for free. So then actors never get paid because they're always working for free. Yeah. You're, you ruin it for the lot of of us who who want to get paid and deserve to get paid um and that's what it, it it becomes with that like if filmmakers stopped giving them that submission fee then they wouldn't exist because there wouldn't be a business to have uh you know or exploit if you will um, but you're always going to have people that just want those damn laurels and they feel like that that somehow makes them a better filmmaker and thus keeps these people in business well, it does. I mean, we wouldn't get any. We wouldn't be where we're we're at if not for the laurels. I I one hundred percent understand that, but those aren't genuine laurels. No, those no, are no, just I'm laurels. Just like, no, no. But I mean, like, so when we put it when we put up a post and another laurel gets stuck on our poster, another film festival sees that and they're yeah. like, oh look, they got five laurels. Okay, so five other film festivals took them in. That's pretty good, yeah. considering that like success for uh, uh, acceptance rate is about fifteen percent, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, but or fifteen to thirty, something like that. And then 30? if you if you actually oh. win something, then other film festivals are like, oh wow, this won. So you know, then yeah, so I'm like, I, it looks good, and I get that. But like, it's like, there's... but you you're not judging my film based on the film. You're judging right, it because right. you think other people like it, right? 
and that's its own thing. But with this, it's like this isn't even a genuine laurel that was given to you because a group of people in that film fest watched your film right. and accepted it. This is just like a laurel that just make you know what? I'm just going to say it. Just make a laurel. Like if that's all that matters to you, just make up laurels. Yeah. It's not hard. <laughs> like right. it's not like it, it it's not no, like you, you can have literally to literally go on film freeway they have a laurel maker. absolutely yeah it's it's not like you know you you've got to sell a kidney or you have a passcode or pay a troll or something like anybody can make a laurel if that's all you care about just make laurels and throw them all over your posters again yeah. hoopity do film fest who's gonna who's gonna yep. look into that probably nobody yep. um but like don't pick a town somewhere and be like yeah. this is the cheyenneville film festival <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh, we won first place for our film. For everything. We won first place in everything. Yep. Even categories that we weren't eligible for. That's yep. how cool we are. Um, I, I, I would have more respect for somebody doing that than just, you know, giving business to to these entities that are just exploiting indie film. Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck, man. <laughs> like, should We should do a, like a like a parody poster and have just a ton of laurels in every word let it be like the film festival it, like so every every film festival the that word will spell out an entire sentence yeah yeah how many will notice that though that's yeah. that's the question that's the point too yeah. um so yeah that's it that's all we have to talk about this week we just wanted to kind of give our two pennies on uh you know the biz of film fests we have two more coming up next month um, and then a couple, I think, that we haven't heard from yet. So we'll we'll see what's going on with that. Yep. Um, shout out. To MoGraph. To MoGraph. As usual. And um, we'll probably be talking about Dahmer if uh, I can pull you away from your NFTs long enough to, like, finish this series is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> um and so if you're if you're like on the fence and you're like, I don't know if I should watch that. I, I don't like serial killers like, yeah, well, but it's still a really good show. Um, I started it. I started the first episode without you because yeah. you were like, nah, no, it's it nah. shot really well. And I was like, yeah, but it's Evan Peters. You're like, yeah, it's fine. I'm not really into like Dahmer stuff. And I was like, fine. And I watched the first three quarters of the first episode, and I was like, "Absolutely not, sir." You know, this. You know, we're we're not sharing this household, and and you're not, yeah. and you're not going to watch this. You're not going to watch a serial killer with Evan Peters, with good lighting. Get over here. Um. Yeah, I mean, we're we're very early in, but he didn't really seem like a very prolific. He killed a lot of people, but like he didn't seem very... Like 17 people, sir. That's pretty prolific. No, but just in terms of... I don't know. The way he's being portrayed is just kind of like he's just no, kind it's of just fumbling that he's his way not, through it. He's not a... a he's not uh, like a... He's not a cerebral whore. about it, you know? He's yeah, not a right. fame whore about it. Like, And he's not... He's not... Um, oh, God. He's not performative. Like a lot of serial killers, once they got caught, were very performative. Yeah. Uh, Ted Bundy was very perform performative. The um, um, Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, was very performative, right? Because this is like their moment to shine. They like the attention. And Dahmer just seemed to be like, oh, shit, I got caught. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they're like, uh, so what happened? He's like, I guess I'll just tell you what I did then, right? Yeah, is this where I do that? Like he, he didn't seem yeah. like he was looking for fame and attention. And um, so 
that's why it seems so, sort of like, you know, like it's missing that pizzazz that you would have in the person. But he's got, I mean, the mannerisms, the way he speaks, he changed the whole way that his mouth moves, you know, it's just, is just on a performance. Like, even if you don't like the, if you, if you're, you don't like the, the topic or the, the actual series, I mean, you got to give him credit for the dedication that he had to, to playing Dahmer the way that he did. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get into that when we finish it. So we'll, we'll get into all that. You should watch the show is what I'm saying. Yes, you should. That's what I'm saying. And that's what you should do. And I thank you for joining us this week. Yeah. And you should watch join it us and next, come week. Back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.